Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Gridiron Blitz, episode 367. Totally excited. We have two new co-hosts coming in today, uh, massive two hours, plus we have two outstanding interviews uh, with Kristen Moore and then also uh, X-League superstar Mariah Lopez. We'll get Nate Ward in here in about an hour and a half, and then we'll get in, in about an hour we will have the talented Coach Gabby, uh, which is Gabby Farrell from the New York Sharks, WFA champion. But today, in, as we kick it off today, we have WFA champion as well, New York Sharks champion, and that's Chelsea Alt. How are you doing, Chelsea? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How's your day going so far? It's great. Good to be here. Awesome. So we got a lot, a lot of things to talk about, Chelsea. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Kristen Moore coming in here in a couple minutes, and we'll kind of dive into her experience with this uh you know situation where it was in a car accident and she's got a, a, some spinal in- injuries she's looking for some support so we're going to bring her on here and try to help our audience help her out as well and then your girl will be coming in here in about an hour uh coach gabby and then we'll dive into uh, mariah lopez in about 45 minutes and her experience on in terms of the x league and 2021 season coming up uh and then we'll dive in after into the nfl free agency but uh, Chelsea, any surprise that uh, Sam Darnold is booted out of New York and going into the, into Carolina? Was it sh- I don't think anybody's shocked that he was going to let go at no, this point. Definitely not shocked. But with the way the Jets work, uh, their luck, he's going to go and get transferred and do better. I think so. The same thing. I, I really think he needs a, a change of environment. You know, most quarterbacks need a change of environment, and then the system. Right? You you play football. If you're not in the right system, you you probably are not going to be as productive as you were under another coach, right? So the the shifting of coaches is a key point, right? Because if they don't, they're not up to your skill set, or they're not taking advantage of your skill set, that also becomes detrimental to your uh, um, production, right? Absolutely, it's all about the vibe. You got to have the vibe on your team. So Chelsea, let's tell everybody about what you're all about. Badass international football champion on top of a WFA champion uh, with New York. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about New York? You know, uh, Andrea, you know, closes shop. You guys obviously uh, reemerge as the Wolves. But, you know, the the time with the, the Sharks, that was pretty historic in, in terms of the scope of women's U.S. football and the fact that they were the, longer, the longest tenured franchise in women's tackle football. Yeah, absolutely. It was really, truly like a storybook season. Um, I had moved from Wisconsin to New York and ended up in the national championship playing my old rivals from Wisconsin, the Minnesota Vi- or Minnesota Vixen. I almost said Vikings. Um, so then, I mean, it was just really storybook. I mean, the, we called it the grand finale, and it just fit really well because, I mean, the New York Sharks spins up grand finale and I mean it really just was like you really just can't make it up there was just a lot of things that aligned with that season that just 
it was a true like good finale to the end of an era and it was it was cool to play the the vixen because um it was cool to play the vi- the vixen because they also were a long running team i want to say they were um 20 years maybe mm-hmm. i could be wrong on that number no you're right they i mean they're they they kind of go hand in hand right that was kind of like the yeah. whole thing behind it that you guys were having this historic run for you know sending off a- a- andrea and then all of a sudden, uh, somehow the Vixen are, is the rival, which is, that was yeah. kind of like unique. Yep. And then the, and the Sharks always had um, kind of a, a fire lit under them because they were supposed to go to the national championship a previous year, um, and the Vixen took it away from them. Yeah, I remember uh, the game, I think it was in the IWFL, right? That was the one game. Uh, correct. That- yeah, I think it was the IWFL. Yeah. It was in the IWFL, so that's a huge uh, ball game too. A very emotional ball game, right on both sides of the ball, and uh, competitive as well. And so, uh, a lot of history there. You, you, you basically a journey woman, right, Chelsea? Except for this yeah. year, uh, which you guys are in to kind of play, but for the most part, you've been a journey woman in the sport. A little bit, yeah. So I started so, out um, with the Madison Blaze. I played with the Monona Warriors, which is a men's semi-pro. And then I came to New York, played with the Sharks, and then played with the Wolves. And nobody understands, uh, you know, the transition to get better and go to different places. And then and sometimes your uh, livelihood is, is what shifts you, right, from state to state or a country or things like that, or your passion of some sort with yeah. some sort of uh, career that you're pursuing. So a lot of things happen, yep. but the bottom line is it, football is kind of unity in that sense, right? You go from one place to another, you, and, and you kind of get bonded together with the team. So New York, a lot of historic players have come from New York. We talk about the divas a lot, right? The divas with uh, Jen, Wolf, uh, Jen uh, King. We talk about Callie Branson, you know, in, in that sense. But New York has really had a lot of impactful players. If you go back to their previous rosters, I mean, the CEO of the WNFC – a New York Shark. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I first met Gabby Farrell um, in the IWFL All-Star game. I can't even remember what year. But that is really like that started the family in New York started way back when we played in the IWFL against each other. So once I got here, I had already known some of the, the key players in, in the ownership so it was a pretty good transition just because women's football has a different family aspect to it. And the, and the changes of leagues, that's, a, that's kind of a, been a norm, even in the, his, you know, in the last 30 years. That's always been a norm, right? The, up, the uprooting, the creation of new leagues, uh, that's always been a norm. Uh, it's kind of refreshing now that we have um, a spearheaded move by the WFA and the WNFC. Right? Don't you think that's more refreshing now? It's kind of like the uh, the AFL and the NFL in that stage. Yeah, it is. It is in a sense, but honestly, I would just love to see women's football develop into one league. Like if if we're really going to take off, I think that's when when it's going to happen is when we can all put the egos aside and come together as just one. And I think it'll bond eventually. 
Um, the sponsorship doesn't hurt, right? We get more. We're getting more traction with sponsorships. We're getting more traction with uh, no getting noticed. Uh, I really think the the alumni, the WFA alumni, being in the NFL, in the coaching realm of things, that brings light to the brand. Um, it creates a little bit more uh, credibility, and I think people are going to take the sport a little bit more serious in that sense. Absolutely. Um. Kelsey, I know you were nervous coming in here and see you're not even nervous anymore. This is it, just me and you I chatting mean, away, kind of bar talk. I don't have I don't have like mimosas or, you know, real alcohol to kind of flip it all over to you, but you know what I mean? It's all right, I got it myself already. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, you gotta, do. You gotta cut the nerves somehow. <laughs> yeah, you do. If it's clear water it's much refreshing with ice. <laughs> <laughs> I got both. So just a disclaimer, she's not drunk on the air. Okay, nobody get the <laughs> no, wrong not idea. At all. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, no big deal. Um, so, you know, the, the free agency, uh, Chelsea, this free agency has been crazy. And then the anticipation of this huge draft, uh, San Francisco uh, might boot Jimmy G out and might take a new quarterback, you know, because the coach is probably unhappy with Jimmy G. All these scenarios, right? Russell Wilson to the Bears which I, I thought that was like somebody's just on Kool-Aid, right? Russell Wilson to the Bears. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on. That's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I can't even I picture just like, him in that uniform. No, I know. And then, and then if you're a Bears fan, like uh, Eric Brown, our former co-host, uh, when you get announced that Trubisky's gone, but then you, you, you didn't really upgrade to Andy Dalton. <laughs> right. You're, a Bears fan, you're like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> Exactly. We have the potential of Russell Wilson, and, and we get Andy Dalton. That's just right. <laughs> got a little left down. I'll definitely be curious to see how that plays out. It's just strange, don't you think? Like the whole the whole changeover of thing, and then and what what big big bucks Bill Belichick? <laughs> Never been oh, that way. Yeah. And it, it took COVID <laughs> to screw the rest of the teams <laughs> up, and then he opens his checkbook as soon as as twenty twenty one comes in. <laughs> just, I don't know, that's, man. That's just the definition he knew something we didn't know, I guess. Exactly. He probably knew something we didn't know. He was exactly. like the Papa open checkbook, right? Like you're right there. You're like, oh, okay. The rest of the teams can't pay you. Uh, okay, I got, I got money. Well, how much do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh was, my god. It's hard to wrap your head around a lot of the moves that are happening. It was just – I think it was crazy. Don't you think it's a little bit uh, – even at the beginning when all the changes happen, you're you're thinking what happened, you know, uh, the situation in Houston, right, with Deshaun Watson. Like, he doesn't want to play. He's tweeting out. He doesn't want to do this. And he's got sexual harassment assault, uh, you know, concerns or rumors. And then all of a sudden, J.J. Right. Watt just says, hey, I'm out of Houston. I'm going over here to DeAndre Hopkins. Arizona. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised by J.J. Watt, though. Yeah, I mean he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. I mean it's already toxic, right? He's not going to get anywhere. He previous injury. I mean he's just like okay, I'll just go take a little bit lesser money and then you know go with where my buddy went, right? Yeah, I think he's smart for that one though. That was a big move. I mean, if you if you put yourself in issues, why would you stay with the uh, a, a franchise that is now toxic in a sense. The front office yeah. has been toxic for two or three years. The coach before that, my God, you know, a lot of intangibles. Um, you know, as my old coach would say, when you start betting, when you start 
walking into drama, it's the time to exit the other way <laughs> because it doesn't get Absolutely. any better. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think crazy. they needed to leave the Texans a while ago, though. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it, I, I think he still has a couple good years, right, under the right system. I think he's been thankful. The West is going to be affected because I think the West, uh, Arizona really needed a pass rusher on top of the, you know, the offensive uh, adjustment that they made. Um, and then you have, you know, Russell Wilson complaining that he's got no line, right, and he's getting hammered every year. So we'll see what happens there. And then my Rams right. stepping up the plate. As soon as we got Matt Stafford, should have seen me. I was on, I was on uh, whipped cream and pistachio almond. That was a happy day for <laughs> me right there. Boom. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was on I 31 flavors. I think he will. He has good arm. I think the the fact that we have some talented receivers and some secondary receivers could be a different type of environment for him, and he might just might shine, right? And then New, yeah. Detroit, I think, you know. Like you said before, it's all about the system. It is. It, I, I truly believe that's what it is. You know that's what it is, right? You go from one team to the next. If a coach hooks up to you and understands your skill set, then you're going to be more impactful in terms of the plays and the playbook because that's the, it was basically made for you. Yep, I dealt with that uh, myself. It's, that's it's definitely on point. It totally depends on the coach, the system, all of it. Yeah, I mean, you guys, uh, you know, New York winning winning the the championship and going all the way, I mean – uh, you got to credit a lot of the coaching, right? A lot of coaching also comes into play, the dedication by the coaches to, to put uh, each player in a, a position to win, right, in a, in a position to excel. And I think it makes a big key. Absolutely. I mean, Boston, you know, the Renegades are not the Renegades because they got poor coaching. The Renegades are the Renegades because they got really good coaching. <laughs> but, oh, for sure. They whip them into shape. Yeah, it's you know, uh, and then you know the, the the personal dedication from each player. I mean, you can't you can't beat that. Everybody works hard, right, in the off season. Um, Chelsea, you think COVID just made everybody more fundament, fundamentally sound in in the anticipation for this season for both leagues? I mean, I think you're going to have a lot of girls coming out real hungry. As long as they they took this time from COVID to actually get themselves right, I think we're going to have. One heck of a season on both uh, both sides for um, both leagues. I really think so. I I, I anticipate um, a lot more uh, good football. We talked to Win about you know the opportunity to go to Canton for the championship. We talked about the pressure yeah, of the six the, the six teams that will show up in Canton. I mean that's huge pressure because we're trying to put the sport on the map and get noticed by you know, the big corps that obviously dish out the big money to sponsorships and stuff. And you think about when you, when you hit Canton, Ohio, and you are one of the six teams, you know, to represent the WFA as an example, man, that, it's, that's going to give you some pressure, right? You're going to be like a little Absolutely. bit like, oh, crap. Absolutely. I mean, just even playing uh, the national championship at Kennesaw State, that was just nerve-wracking enough. But then now this is a whole different level. They really got to show up, show out. This season is going to be huge. All right, let's go um, and bring in the talented Christian Moore in the monkey knife fight. No huddle, no joke football huddle. So let's uh, let's get her in here. Just give me a second, and we'll bring her in. The worst. Expect greatness. Expect greatness. 
greatness. From our preparation, to the way we perform, to the way we shine, expect greatness. Expect it from yourself. Expect it from your teammates. Expect it from this team. We fall. We kill. We eat. Yes, sir. Hey, energy, emotion, play fast. Play for each other. That's it. Let's go get it. Here we go. One, two, three, four, three, four, five, Kristen, thanks for making the time. Really appreciate it. You're on uh, with myself, Oscar Lopez, and WFA champion Chelsea Alt. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Kristen, uh, how are you feeling? We're all wanting to know how you're feeling. How's the How's the uh, rehab going? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, a little sore, but rehab's going really great. Uh, actually, I walked 400 feet today in therapy. So yeah. it's, uh, it's gone. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I know you were, like, somewhat scared at the beginning, you know, because of everything that happened, yeah. and it's all trauma a little bit, right? But uh, I hope that, uh, you know, you saw the amount of people that rallied to get you going, yeah. to get you in a positive state, to get you back up to the grind, as they say, to get you going up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of love for you. Uh, I think a lot of a lot of people really – you know, uh, had that in for you and all the prayers, I think it's helped a lot. It, yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely has. And it still does. I mean, the amount of support and just love that I still get from just the community and especially like the Padre community is just unbelievable. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so lucky to have that, honestly. Kirsten, um, your your football career was so so historic in a sense with you know just in that community and within that environment you go off to college and and all this other stuff right and people don't realize mm -hmm. what you did there until now when your story is being told again and again but uh you know you did a you did an amazing thing in terms of your Thank high you. school career you know in terms of like Thank the you. state itself the historic so when you look back at that the accomplishments and then and where we're at now with like women's sports when you see women's sports uh -huh. you know being actually elevated to more focus uh, I think we have to thank yeah. you too as well for you know elevating that knowledge and awareness oh thank you oh oh that makes me really happy that you think that I have um, a play a play in that but I'm really happy that that is happening now I mean I don't understand yeah, just, why it wasn't before but you know and it's tough right because even you were on the team, it's, it was a situation where you're the only girl on the kicker on there, but everybody understood, you know, your role and what, that was the important yeah. thing, right? To win the role is to win right. and get you going in that sense. Um, Kirsten, what, what tell us, tell us a little bit about, you know, you had the accident, you go into the situation with the doctors and then they tell you, uh, you know, this is, this is where you're at, right? How, how mm -hmm. did that, mm -hmm. how do your emotions go there at that point? Well, honestly, like right when we right when we landed, um, I already knew that my that my back was like broken because I couldn't feel my legs and I couldn't move them right away. So I was just trying to keep myself together and not freak out so much, and I was trying not to focus on the pain. So by the time that mm -hmm. the um, I got into the uh, ambulance and they're getting me back into the room and we do the scans, and by the time the doctor comes and tells me, you know, hey you know, you're, you're paralyzed. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. What, what what are we doing? What are we doing now? Like, what's the next step? You know, like, I was just ready to 
just to get my surgery done mm-hmm. and just to start getting just to start recovering. Chelsea, you hear that? The football player right yes. there. Yes. <laughs> a rack. So how can I get sick? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly yeah. Why like, you give me back. Give me email on the, on the men's team. That says it right there. That's that mentality. Yeah, definitely. Like, get me back on the field, coach. Like, <laughs> exactly. Put me in. Yeah. Yeah, no. I was just, I was just trying my hardest just to stay like as strong as I could. Um, just because, man, I was just feeling so bad. It hurt so bad. But after the day after, um, I felt great after the surgery. Well, obviously. Um, but yeah, I was just ready to get to start therapy right away. And when we started like a little bit of therapy at Banner, um, the physical therapist, they brought in a wheelchair and I was like, oh, are we getting in that today? And they're like, no, we usually don't do that the first day, usually like, you know, a weekend or so. And I was like, well, let's, let's try it. And they're like, all right, you want to go crazy? And I was like, let's go crazy. It's <laughs> like, I want to get in the wheelchair now. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's what you need to do, right? Just get yourself a little motivated to like, be positive about how things are going to improve, right? Because it's, it's baby steps yeah. to get back. And if you're real about that, you know it's not going to be a quick rebound, right? It's like with any injury. Right. It, you you got to put in right. the time to you know, get back to where you were at. Um, so I'm glad that you had yeah. that. How is your team of specialists and how is the, you know, the staff there and all that? How are they taking care of you? Good? Oh, yeah, they're great. They were, they were so awesome. They were so positive, and that, like, part of that really helped me, too, just seeing how positive everyone was, like, not only the patients, but staff-wise and how they really wanted everyone to get better and really improve. Um, that was really awesome. So all the all the nurses at Banner, that helped me. Like, they're amazing. All the therapists at um, Barrows that helped me, they're amazing, like, that everyone I came in contact with was just amazing. And uh, Kirsten, did you have any injuries, not this severe, of course, but did you have any injuries in football that maybe hindered or had to do, have you do rehab too at that point? Um, and during, during football, I had tendonitis. Well, I had tendonitis in both my knees. Um, so that's the only like rehab thing I would have to do. But other than that, this was my first injury. <laughs> go big or go home, right? Oh my God! Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> but we're glad you're doing better. Um, I saw some video. Your mom's uh, posting some video and stuff like that. So you are um, up right now, right? At this point, you're at that stage where you're like making uh, headway with hip movement and things like that. A little bit, yeah. Um, my so I wear an a brace on my right leg to help pick up my um, toe to help me step and walk. And so I'm still mm-hmm. in the wheelchair a bit because I can't um, – I'll, I'll get really tired right away because my right leg still needs a bit more strength. Um, mm-hmm. But we are making – we are making a bit bit headway little by little because um, I only get to see them twice a week. Um, but we are we are making some good headway. All right. So the 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 therapist you're working with right now, um, mm-hmm. somewhat uh, in that stage where uh, it's like, you know, support, support, because you, sometimes you get therapists that are, don't push you to an extreme or they don't want to push you too far. But then as an individual, mm-hmm. you're like, I want to just go back 
and you try to do a little bit more or too much, and sometimes that also hinders your progress, right? Right. Yeah. No, definitely. But these the therapists I have now, they they want to push me, and they definitely do, which is nice, and it's what I want and need too. And then um, they also not these therapists, but Faros in general. When I left. They um, set me up with a membership at this gym called Ability 360, and it's a gym um, that is that was made for people that are in wheelchairs or handicapped. So I'm able to mm-hmm. go to a machine and put and put the push the the seat out of the way, and I can just roll up and I can do my my rows or um, anything like cable wise, which is nice. So that helps out a lot, but. With this injury, this definitely has made me listen to my body more and just be a lot more careful and a lot more caring to my body because I definitely put it through a lot um, through football and all the other sports I did. So right now I'm trying to really be careful and just listen to what to and feel what everything is going on. Awesome. So it's all that is good to hear. I, I know we were sending out prayers to you and um, even – you know, I, I blasted out to the football community, uh, your situation yeah. when it happened. And, uh, you know, all our uh, our brand athletes that we we promote and, and and spotlight. I mean, they were just you know wanting to get behind you and stuff like that. And then you know, you're one of our original uh, no joke football brand uh, players. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's basically family to us. And when we heard about that, that oh. was just so devastating to see you in that situation. So um, you know, we're we want to rally up and get everybody to to bring awareness to your situation. And now we have this event coming up here on the 10th, right? Um, that's going to be one of yeah. these fundraisers for you to, to help you out with some medical bills. And you have uh, a kicking clinic, right, in that sense? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Marcos Mesa. And it's sponsored by the Cardinals and AZ Kicking by, uh, by Liz and Dejas Brothers. And so there's no registration fee. Like, this is all free. Um, donations are appreciated, and they can be either through the GoFundMe or through the Venmo. Um, and there's going to be some former players there with attendance of Big Red and cheerleaders. So it's going to be a really fun time. How is your other half doing? Is he better than you? Uh, obviously, way yeah. better than you are, but recovery-wise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that he definitely is. But, no, he's doing really well. Um he got his final surgery for skin grafting uh, just probably a couple of days ago or so, and um, right now he's healing up pretty well, so just time will tell. Now, the medical costs, uh, obviously uh, a big burden for some people, and that also hinders, uh, you know, people to progress and do a better. Do you, uh, are you yeah. going is, – is it going in the right direction at this point? Do you have enough to help you going and keep you going for a while, or – how is this, where is the you state know, of that? You know, I do not have the answer for that because my parents have taken control of that. They don't want me to okay. stress out on that just because I will really, really stress out on that. Just because I feel, sure. I, 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 I mean, I'm not sure, what, well, not that I'm not sure why, but I just feel really bad that they have to pay all this stuff. I mean, I it's I mean it's not like I put myself in this position, but I just feel bad they have to. I don't know. I just I don't know. I just I feel like I just like kind of put it on their shoulders, and it just makes me feel really bad. So like whenever I can, I'm definitely gonna try and give back as much as I can. 
<laughs> well, that's what like we're here for. Yeah, that's what we're here for, and and reality is reality, right? Even even though yeah. that's probably the situation, and that's why sometimes mm-hmm. we have to ask for help. Uh, we can't be shy yeah. about a situation, and and if people uh, people if people rally behind you, it's because they really truly love you, and they want to do better, and they want to give you something in return for what you've either inspired or or made somebody's you know event or joy or something like that. And a, a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, we we get toughed out and say, oh, I don't need help, I don't need help, but we really do need help. So it's like when you really need the yeah. help, it's probably the best thing to say, thanks thanks for helping me out because that's the best thing to do. Uh, but I, I think yeah, a lot definitely. of people are inclined to help you. So that's, the, you know, the joy of the whole thing. I just, I have to, I have to be better at uh, asking for help and letting people help me. <laughs> yeah, and it's tough. I mean, because a lot of times we, we try to do everything ourselves, right? We we get into this little box where right. we can do it all. And it's very hard to ask for yeah. help. And so I'm hoping that, you know, uh, the awareness, uh, us blasting, all everybody that obviously has heard your story, that, we're able to contribute a lot more and then keep you going on this road of recovery and get you back on, on your feet and walking. Um, and it, hopefully at this, at this point, you're not going to be as, you know, as what do they call it? Athletic as you were before, but we're not looking for that. Yeah. We're looking just for the fact that you can get back to a normal state, right? We're just back to walking and right. getting get normal yeah. stage at this point. So I'm glad that you're, you're doing better. Uh, me and Chelsea, obviously we were following your story and we were talking about it off, off air here and, and how you've persevered so much. And, and I, I think if you don't know it, uh, you got a lot of love out there and especially uh, after everything that's happened, but uh, we're uh, rooting for you. Thank you Absolutely. guys so much. I really football, do. I really do appreciate it. Football is definitely family. And even though uh, I don't know you personally, just keep that in mind. Um, the football family all across the board is rallying behind you. And just one day at a time, keep that championship mentality, and you got this. I will. Thank you so much. I'm, like, tearing up over here. <laughs> Kirsten, um, the Sandejo brothers, uh, obviously this is nice of them to put this clinic together for you. Um, I think it's yeah. askkicking, right, azkicking.com. That's where yes. everybody can go yes. and, and register, right? Yeah, they can register there, or they can even register the day of. Are you going to be there presently uh, at this point and observing all these uh, talented kickers and everybody coming out there to of show course, their skills and of stuff? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'll, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there the whole time. I'll be there right at 8, so I'm hoping to Perfect. see a good amount of kickers there. Well, say hi to your mom for me. Uh, I know uh, we yeah, were contacting back and forth during that time frame because I was trying to ask and see how you know what state of – of health you were in. Um, and, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm glad that, uh, you're in better spirits. Uh, I've been, I've been messaging you back and forth and some of my staff has been messaging you back and forth and we have on our calendar, yeah. uh, now to try to, you know, kind of tune in and chime in, you know, every, once every 10 days, cause we don't, we don't want to be stalkers. <laughs> we don't want to just like bombard you. But, uh, we're trying to just figure out, you know, where you're at and if you need any help and, any of that situation, so that way we're kind of chiming in and and making sure that you're uh, in good spirits and, and and moving forward. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. So, like, I I, I mean, yeah, thank you so much. Honestly, Kirsten, anything else that you can tell our audience uh, about the event or anything else that we need to know about how we can 
support you with you know a small contribution and 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 put that on your GoFundMe, obviously to benefit your rehab to continue on this road of recovery. Yeah, I mean that's um, there's really nothing else I can think of. Just you know, um, there all the information about the camp. Um, I said previously, you know, it's free, so don't worry about any registration fees if you guys do want to sign up. Um, and then just for helping wise, I mean, donations are always uh, helpful. And just honestly, just you, everyone checking up on me is more than I can ask for. And your handles, so they can dive into your to your uh, Instagram and your Facebook or any other um, social media. Oh my Instagram! Okay, hold on. Let me see what my handle is for Instagram. It's underscore Kristen K R Y S T E N underscore M, and then Facebook is just Kristen Muir, M U I R, and I. That's pretty much it. Oh wait, I have a Twitter. I almost forgot about that. And my Twitter is just at Kristen Muir. Okay, awesome. So uh, say hi to your mom for me and your dad, and uh, let them know we're we're keeping tabs on you at this point as well, and making sure you're getting up to speed. And uh, we really, really appreciate you coming on today and giving us the yeah, information so for much. this event on the 10th to help you out. And then I just wanted to bring you on because I wanted to see how, how you were and wanted to kind of listen to your voice. And uh, obviously mm-hmm. it looks like you're in good spirits and you got good good things around you, your mom and dad obviously right there. And so that's a good sign. Yeah. yeah thank you so much, Oscar. I I'd really appreciate you coming on. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for making the time. If you need anything from us, uh, like like I said before in the messages, anything you need from us, let us know. We will figure it out, and we will try to help you out whenever, whenever we can or best we can. So if you need to come on here again for another event or anything like that, I'm more than happy to bring you back on. All right, I will. Thank you so much. Have a great uh, evening. Okay, thank you for making the time today, and uh, uh, yeah, we're rooting you on. Rehab, 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 right? Yep, rehab, rehab, rehab. That's my life. I'm about you it. You got this. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. All right, you too. Bye. So Chelsea, right there, uh, kind of a horrible situation for her. You know, it's a unfortunate accident in the car, and then uh, she broke her back, as she said before. So um, she was one of our she was one of our first phenoms. Uh, that wore our clothing brand way back in 2016, awesome. and um, awesome. so we were we've been supporting her for for a long time. But but when this happened, it's like you know I got somebody coming over on the wire because I wasn't I was in a meeting and this happened, and I was like okay, and then they said hey look she broke her back, and I'm like oh my god, you know what I mean? It's like I was just like crushing, and um, yeah, that's it's, so it's I, heart heartbreaking, but she's definitely got the right mentality. Like, if it would have happened to anyone else, I'm not sure they would have gotten as far as she has. No, no, she's a tough cookie, and um, she's been very, uh, very awesome all through the time, very inspirational, too, in, in terms of her high school career at the at the high school. She's done so, so many good things there, and, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just great to see that the, the community is around, rallying around one of their own, you know what I mean, and one of their own community members, not just because of football, but also because of, what she contributed to the environment there. I mean, she's a true uh, trailblazer. She made history. She, I mean, she did something that 
no, not a lot of women can do or have done. So I, I'm not surprised by that. Um, she's got definitely a lot of people rallying behind her. Yeah, and she's a she's an amazing uh, woman in in all total sense. And uh, I, I just uh, I you know when I see her uh, making small baby steps, and now she's saying, hey, I'm going to the gym, and and hey, I'm doing this, and I, and you know, like you said earlier, you know the mentality of a football player, right? It's like yeah, I need to get different. back to normal, normal, right? Exactly. I need to get back to normal. Yeah, not everyone can have that mentality. That's for sure. So she's got it going on, and uh, so I really appreciate her making the time and uh, her mom uh, obviously reaching out to us and answering questions for us as well. And and so she's got a really good support system there. We wish her well. And if you guys want to go uh, support uh, Kristen, um, it's going to be askkicking.com, A-Z, not A-A-S, <laughs> you might pronounce it. <laughs> uh, it's A-Z, as in ArizonaKicking.com. Uh, and you can go right there to get uh, get registered if needed. Uh, otherwise, show up right there. She's going to be there at the camp April 10th. Um, we, are got, we, got, we posted it at the Hub in our uh, podcast promo, so you can get all the details right there. You can follow her on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. And so uh, she's she's an awesome kid, and she is uh, hopefully get back to normal. We're going to keep track on that and keep tabs on her and uh, keep, an eye, keep an eye on her as well. All right, Chelsea. Uh, uh, what I was going to say, oh, here's my promo. Okay, uh, monkeyknife5.com. If you guys haven't gone there, it's powered by monkeyknife5.com. Simple prop games. You can do, uh, set up easily. Uh, you, uh, you can do M- MLB, which is in season now. You can do N- NBA. You can do NHL. You can do pretty much anything, PGA, golf, everything. So if you uh, – I do more or less, which is a simple platform. So let's say you put in $5 and the two – players that you chose uh you know equal the metrics and you you were right on both players you end up getting three times your money so that's like fifteen dollars off of five dollars or so so it gives you a little bit of a of a dough for the day so if you're into that type of mentality you can go to monkeyknife5.com and and use the code njf it works in the u.s and canada and certain states do not allow it but majority of the states do allow it so if you have any questions you can always message us on facebook or on Instagram, but or you can go directly to monkeyknife5.com and use code NJF. All right. So I gotta like I gotta put all this stuff on in script and stuff. You know what I mean? All right. Um, what are we going? To? Oh, we're gonna be going to uh, our second huddle here in a couple minutes, and we're gonna be t- talking to the talented uh, X League superstar Mariah Lopez and the changeover uh, from LFL to X League and the transition. Uh, to a different type of format in terms of, like, uh, full kit, gear, um, more padding, and things like that. So we're going to talk to her about that, how uh, she's basically the face, Chelsea, of the new league as it starts off. So everything's okay. new in this league from the previous. So we'll see. It. We'll, you know, she'll give us some insights as to what the league's going to be about and what the changes are for the league as it, as it comes up here, in a, you know, in 2021. All right. Um if you guys haven't gone to the hub, uh, I don't know where you're at, right, Chelsea? You got to go to the hub. If you want to know what's going on in women's tackle football, you go to the hub go to at facebook.com forward slash Great Iron Beauties. It's the place to be. It's the best network on the planet. We collaborate with uh, a thousand people, almost almost over a thousand people internationally. So if you don't know what's going on, you go right there to the hub. 
uh, and get your lowdown before you get on the podcast here. All right, um, you're gonna, we're going to be bringing in Coach Gabby in probably about 20 minutes right after the uh, Mariah Lopez interview that we're going to have. So we're going to be bringing Coach Gabby in, and she's your other half because uh, every picture that I see with the Sharks, you guys are like right there, right? Oh, yeah, that's my duo. And she's funny, too. You know that, right? She's a funny character. Oh, yeah. We're both, like, crazy messes. Like, Gabby's in the whole situation. Look, <laughs> I didn't mean that. We got, this po- we got this podcast. It's the first day, right? Gabby broke her phone. That's, like, a typical situation with Gabby. Oh, my God. But it's God. also a typical situation with me. We just, we're just kind of a mess, but we're, like, a beautiful mess, and we just work good together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, not what I wanted to introduce Coach Gabby as. <laughs> <laughs> I had to You just did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see what she says after we get her on. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Coach Gabby's good. Uh, you want fitness tips? You want, you know, get you back in some sort of fitness state? She's she's the girl to call on to and get you going back oh, out yeah. there. She's, um, she's good at that. She's not a mess when it comes to that. <laughs> no, no, she's not. She's very good at that. She's very good at that. Um, what do you say about um, all this excitement for both leagues before we bring Mar- uh, Mariah in here? Both leagues, very exciting. Both leagues, big sponsorships. Uh, we, we, had, we were anticipating 2020 to be the breakout year, right? And now here we are. 2021 actually will be the breakout year because we've got WFN 11 Sports and you've got WNFC on Vire, uh, the Vire Network app. I mean, I think I just it's just crazy to think how far women's football has come since the day I started. Like it's just it's actually mind blowing. So, I mean, I'm ready for 2021. Unfortunately, I'm sad I'm not playing, but I'm ready to be on the sideline and see how this plays out because it's just going to be a huge year regardless. Yeah, I agree. I I I think just the television and the app and the streaming and the, the capabilities to do different than then the reliability on one uh, network, you know what I mean? Like we used to do in the back in the day where, oh, my God, if we don't get on ESPN, then we're never going to make it, right? That horrible exactly. doom and gloom and we don't have the money and everything else. And now it's like it's very creative because we have so many options and avenues that we could bring attention to. And, and you got Roku, you got you know Apple TV, all these other options that you never had before. Absolutely. I mean, I remember – we we couldn't even have like you had to share huddle links and even that you couldn't do it till a couple of days later, and then we transitioned to Facebook Live. Then you got like the issues of if you don't have internet or if it cuts out. Now your game cuts out. Your your fans can't see it. So like this is huge. Now you can actually tell people to go watch the game prior to the game actually happening. It's just it's different and it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of the whole thing. And then the fact that we had two leagues step their game up. So I'll steal it from the one, right? Because that's really what happened. Odessa moves on. WNFC's created. Riddell jumps on. Adidas jumps on. And then all of a sudden, we got Secret on the other side. You got K-Tape, uh, you know, Coors Light. You name it. It just it just seemed like oh, all of a sudden, it's like we're getting noticed, right? All of a sudden, we just got noticed. Absolutely. I mean, it's crazy because you got, like, the WNFC will announce a sponsorship, and then days later you got the WFA announcing one just as big. So, like, it seems like the competition 
I mean, I'm assuming competition between the two leagues. I mean, they're really going at it this year, and I'm excited to see who else jumps on board once this gets kicked off. Yeah, and I think the beauty of the thing is that we're being each each side is being challenged, and then each side is kind of like like you said, it's like one upping. It's like the Joneses, right? <laughs> it's like the it neighborhood. Really hey, you just got a new car. Okay, well, I'm gonna get a new car. It's like exactly. That's exactly what it seems like. You got one sponsor, and now oh, we got to do better. And hey, if that's what it takes for women's football, I'll take it. It's been nice to see that. You know what I mean? It's like it's nice to see that, like the breakout and stuff. Uh, let's go into the second huddle, sponsored by MonkeyNight5.com. Go to MonkeyNight5, use the code NJF, get started. We're going to bring in the talented superstar, X-League superstar, Mariah Lopez here in a second. The worst. Expect greatness. Expect greatness. From our preparation, to the way we perform, to the way we shine, expect greatness. Expect it from yourself. Expect it from your teammates. Expect it from this team. We fall. We kill. We eat. Yes, sir. Hey, energy, emotion, play fast. Play for each other. That's it. Let's go get it. Here we go. Four, two, three, four, three, four, 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 five, six, seven, eight, seven, eight, Mariah Lopez, uh, welcome to the Blitz. Oscar Lopez and Chelsea Alt here. How you doing, Mariah? Hey, I'm doing good. How are y'all? How you doing? Great. Uh, we're doing great. Um, we just wanted to bring you on because we had fan requests all month uh-huh. long in March. Fan requests. I am you got to get Mariah <laughs> onto the show. And I'm like, I'm trying to reach out. I'm trying to reach out. It's going to be a while. She's probably busy, right? And and I saw you you were oh, up there at sorry. flag tournaments and doing all your other stuff. And I'm like, okay, probably not going to happen real soon, but we're going to reach out anyway. So I really appreciate you making the time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be on this, but thank you. All right, Mariah, uh, tell the fans a little bit about your uh, football, you know, journey so far, LA Temptation, and now we have X League all of a sudden here. Yes. So um, I am a running back for the Los Angeles Black Storm. Um, my name is Mariah Lopez. Um, I'm a two-time game MVP and Offensive Player of the Year of 2019. And, yeah, um, yeah, this year I'll be um, a running back for the X-League, for the Black Storm. How is it going, How is it going uh, Mariah, with the recruitment and the changeover? I know – you know, the L.A. Temptation, a lot of historic names in that franchise, especially when they're with their run with their championships back in the day. Uh, you know, yeah. no Monique Axiola, no Daniel Harvey, uh, you know, all that stuff. You know, right? And people remember all that. Yeah. And all of a sudden we got this I brand know. new changeover. And you're probably what I consider uh, the, besides your sister as well, one of the people that have, you know, that fans can relate to, in other words, from the tr- transitioning oh. over. Yeah, um, we miss, you know, Mo and Ashley and Danielle and Siri and everyone that um, decided to retire um, with the LFL. Um, but, yeah, recruiting has been good. Um, we've got um, new girls, new rookies that came in, and they're just hungry. They're they're ready to play and put in the work, and that's, you know, what our biggest um, – what our biggest thing was for the culture this year was that uh, everyone has to be willing to work hard and just, you know, be available to put in the extra work outside of practice. 
spotlight on you? Is this uh, natural for you? Or was this like, oh, oh my yeah. God, really? I'm the face of the face of the black storm at this point? Yeah, this is not natural at all. <laughs> I'm very shocked. Just because my background coming from practice team player in 2018 to now, you know, um, all these, like, awards and things like that, like, I'm just really honored to be a part of the league and, you know, play the sport that I love and, you know, be able to inspire the next person, you know, in my, my shoes and in my position um, starting out in 2018. You know, they can um, – watch my journey and, and just, you know, grow from that. And I hope I can inspire. Well, uh, I would say you're an IG influencer in some ways for the, for the league and, and kind of a face, you know, <laughs> because we had, uh, you know, Monique in the past, you had um, uh, Liz Gorman, right. You had uh, mm-hmm. Kristen Moore. You had all these other uh, faces that the league pushed front and center. So I think in terms of an X league visibility, uh, you know, you're right there, not just for the LA market, but just for the league in itself. Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, my sister and I have, uh, we've just, you know, been trying to get some content in, and you know, Instagram has very like helped us with our business um, growing and things like that. So it's just a lot of fun for us to do on the side, and you know, um, do it together as well. So it's really exciting. And I believe you're going to be a aunt, or are you already an aunt, if I'm correct? I am a yeah, yes. Yes, she gave birth um, on St. Patrick's Day. Awesome. So, so boy, girl, I, I don't remember if it was a boy he's, or a girl. Is it a boy he's or a girl? A li- he's a boy. He's a, he's a boy. He's a His boy. name is Kingston. Yes. Oh, Kingston. So congratulations yes, to your sister so cute. for that. Thank and your you. grandma, Thank you. your, 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 your grandma's probably happy, right? Just like totally ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's so excited. All right. She's not um, in Texas, though, so she doesn't get to see him much, but they, they visit. Now, that's why I think I saw you, and I had the misunderstanding that you were – because I, I messaged him, like, are you in California or are you in Texas? Because I was seeing you, like, in tournaments, I think in Dallas, if I'm correct. Yeah, I go back and forth. <laughs> so it's it's easy because I'm from Texas. I'm from Dallas. So it's easy to go back and forth for the tournaments out there. But I, I live in um, California, in L.A. Mariah, uh, this, uh, this influx of uh, flag excitement at the, like, the scholarship level with the NIA, the NFL flag program now setting the place, uh, you're, being, you're part of the flag community in a lot of senses, you know. So – do you feel like this is this is the right approach for uh, women's tackle football to grow? You know, not just the X League, but the traditional tackle eleven leagues as well. The fact that uh, girls girls at an earlier age are going to get fundamentally sound, like with the flag mentality. Yes, I love it. I think it's really exciting because um, you know these girls they're coming in at a younger age and and starting football like younger and younger each year. So. I think that's going to make, you know, tackle football grow. Like, yeah, it's going to explode in the next couple of years. It's going to be, you know, big, bigger than it is now. I mean, we're still growing. We're still, you know, um, laying the foundation right now. But these girls coming in, I've already seen, you know, the 14-year-olds, and they're already, like, on a on a high level, you know, and they've been playing for years too. So it's it's exciting. I'm very excited to see flag grow and, and football as a as a whole grow. All right, let me bring Chelsea in to pick your brain as well. 
Okay. Um, I guess to expand on the flag part, like, um, where where do you think this is gonna go? With, uh, I mean, it's, it's blowing up in a couple spots, but where where do you foresee this going? Um, definitely, uh, isn't the NFL picking it up? Uh, the NFL flag, um, they have a women's NFL flag. I believe that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely. Yeah, so that. yeah, definitely. It's gonna hit like college and and high school oh, across the board. Sure. For sure, it's actually it already is ex- expanding into high schools now. Yeah, but it's not like every state. I guess more so, it's oh. gonna hit every state. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna grow. It's gonna expand more and more for sure. Do you think um, it's going to hit tackle, or do you think it'll just say flag? Um, I'm sure that some will be interested in tackle um, from flag. You know, I I think, yeah, I think, you know, that's the lead way into – flag is, like, lead way into tackle, I believe. So, you know, they're going to start out with flag and then, you know, get more interested in, in – you know, becoming tackle football players, like, that's the goal, hopefully. Absolutely. I think what's crazy is, like, when I watch these girls in flag, the way that, like, their footwork and their hip work is just so different. You just can't get that from any other sport, I feel like. Oh, yeah, for sure. The only thing, the only, like, maybe negative is that when I was taught as a running back, you know, you you go through, I don't know, the, the... the tackling is going to be different for, for flag going like, because their hips, when you tackle or like when you, I guess, run through a tackle, you don't switch your hips. You know, you could get hurt that way. That's the only drawback that I, I think might be a little different to transition into tackle. But other than that, everything, everything would be great. Honestly, their, their hips, their footwork, everything. It's amazing. I, I think, wish I, I had that we, when I was their age. Absolutely. That's what I think that every single day. But honestly, like, I think it will be easier to go from flag to tackle than it would be to go from tackle to flag. Because oh, I started sure. playing flag, and I just want to run people over, and I can't grab that's my the concept mindset. of grabbing the flag. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my mindset. Like, you, yep. And then you wrap up. What What is interesting, though, they have contact now, contact flag. So okay. that's that's a like that's a lot of fun. I've played um in the she I think it was like Tough Her out here in LA and um it was eight on eight. So um that's been really cool to play contact flag. It's it's very different but very exciting too. You know, getting like to kind of, you know, incorporate what, both. What kind of difference is it from contact flag to so, flag? So you you jam on the line. You're able to jam. You're able to block. Um, you're able to. Uh, it's normal tackle rules, but you're just grabbing their flag. If that makes any sense. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not wrapping up. You're just like grabbing a flag, but you can jam on the line. You can um you can run. You can block for your um for the runner. So. Okay. Awesome. The concept is the same. You just can't tackle. <laughs> That makes sense. That sounds easier yeah. to go to from tackle. From tackle, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
What um, differences are you seeing um, in the league from the XFL to the X League? Um, definitely the uniform. I'm excited to wear the uniform. Um, and what else? Oh yeah. Is it is it more comfortable like or like what what kind of aspect of the uniform are you excited? I haven't tried the uniform on, um, but from the looks of it, uh, it's it's um, a crop jersey. So we're actually wearing jerseys now instead of these sports bras, and okay. um, we're going to be able to wear our um, our pads that we practice in um, out okay, on the field. Cool. So game days, we usually wear like um, like shoulder pads that uh, we don't normally practice in, and it's only shoulder pads. It doesn't cover like the you know chest area. But right. this year, um, we're able to wear, like, our full pads that we practice in. So that's going to be exciting. And, you know, the uniforms, um, like spandex, um, that's going to be exciting to wear. Um, but that's not really different from last year, though. We wore spandex last year. Okay. Do you feel safer now that you get to wear the pads that you practice in? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I know last year I had a um, – a little bit of a bruised rib um, going out of the last uh, playoff game. Um, and I think that, you know, this year I would feel more protected with my ribs and everything like that um, in the, the pads that I get to practice in. So nice. that's exciting. Is the, hel- is the helmet still the same? Yeah, helmets are still the same. Okay. They're like hockey-style cool. helmets. Okay. So I'm excited. Is there anything else coming from the um, the XFL to the X League that is different that stands out? Um, I definitely see um, a lot more women coming out, like in the fitness industry. They're coming out. I'm already knowing football, already like experienced with it. Um, I know coming into the league, I had a little bit of experience with football, but I could have used more, like I could have had more. Um, so I just had to, you know, grow and study, you know, everything when I um, officially got on the team. Um, so I do know that more women uh, with a football background are coming into the league. Um, that's different. Well, it's not different, but it's it's just more. Yeah, that adds a different dynamic for sure. Exactly, for sure. That's awesome. And when does uh, remind me again? When does your league start up? Are they twenty twenty two? Uh, twenty twenty one. So oh, twenty twenty one. Okay. So when is the, it, when is your first game? My first game is June twenty fifth. Awesome. Are you ready? At the Toyota Arena. Oh, for sure. We stay ready out here. Absolutely, we didn't even I love have it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what I love to hear. Yeah. Yes. Always working. Mariah, what's the uh, what's this what's the uh, setup with the arena? It, we went from four games to two games. Is that yes. basically one home game, one away game? Uh, because of the, all the issues that obviously were with COVID guidelines and states and stuff like that. So um, mm-hmm. we always talk about we always talk about your league being sort of like crunch day mode, right? It's like playoff mode every time because you only play four yes. games. It's like do or mm-hmm. die every game. And I think really yeah, that's how, sure. you know, your your fans, and specifically for this for this arena style, the fans, I think really that's what they dive into, right? The fact that you're coming in, there's mm-hmm. two teams, do or die, 
it, break, it makes or makes a season, right, when you have a four-game season. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I feel like in any league, you should go into it, you know, wanting to win and wanting to have that fire underneath, you know, you and just pump you up. You should always go into it, like, feeling like that's the championship game. Um, so that's just our mindset already. Um, but, yeah, for sure having, like, only a two-game season, um, it definitely, you know, gets us gets us going, gets us pumped and, you know, ready for war every time. <laughs> Now, uh, is your sister going to quarterback? We got another quarterback. I don't want to, you know, disclose anything to the other teams, you know, give them a, head, a leg up or something or a heads up. Uh, but the quarterback That's situation was originally. Announced. Okay, perfect. I can't really talk too much about that, but that's to be announced. <laughs> to be announced. Okay, perfect. So yes. you're leaving us on the fence. <laughs> We're <Yes>. still speculating. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk for, um, you know, my sister, but. You know, she's really excited. You know, she's yeah, um, yeah. she's already back in shape, and she's it's crazy. You know, her body's back to back to normal. So you're uh, she that's back the only tip that you can give us is that she's actually okay, and she's she is putting okay in work. and she is putting in work exactly. All right, um, Mariah, we're all excited for this brand new you know evolution from the LFL to X League. And so, like I said, all our fans wanted to have you come on to give us little insights about, you know, what to expect 21 X League season. Uh, new faces in Kansas City, new faces in Chicago, some old faces in Atlanta, you know, obviously old faces in L.A. We already know what Seattle looks like in terms of their roster as well. Um, so, you know, Arizona, we have no clue uh, what's going to happen there. Uh, we know what Austin's going to look like. So, it's going to be an interesting season, right, for, for you guys in terms of the whole league scope. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's really exciting. You know, we haven't played a game in, I think, like a year and a half. So all of us are just going to be out for, for blood, out for war. So I'm excited. All right. Um, Mariah, thank you for making the time. And can you give everybody the information of where they can follow you on your social handles so they can keep up with what's happening with uh, X-League 2021? Yes, you can follow me at Mariah Lopez um, on Instagram, at Mariah Lopez. And then my sister um, Instagram is the football sisters, at the football sisters. And um, my sister's Instagram, you can follow her at uh, it's Marissa Lopez. All right. Mariah, thank you for making the time. Really appreciate it. A lot of uh, fan requests, and I really appreciate you making the time and uh, giving us the insights and and uh, we're looking forward to a great uh, 2021 for the L.A. Black Storm and hopefully playoffs. Yes, thank you. We will be in playoffs for sure. Is <laughs> thank that you it? so much. Here she is. She's right here. Playoffs for the L.A. Storm. Oh, yeah. We're going all the way. Championship. All day. All right. All right, Mara. <laughs> thank you for making the time. Have a great evening. Uh, we'll see if we can chime uh, in during the season and uh, kind of, come back for another uh, session. It'll be greatly appreciated. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Good luck. All right, Chelsea, there you go. The uh, talented Mariah Lopez, the face of X league 2021. So no pressure there. Uh, So she's taking it in stride and here you go. She's telling us the the LA black storm is going to go all the way. Oh, she's ready. 
And I think she's a, they got a talented group there. Hopefully uh, they will take, you know, get to another level. They got Seattle to contend with uh, on the East coast. You got Atlanta, you got Austin. That's a big contender as well. So, but overall, She's put in the time, and in terms of from the transition from the uh, you know LFL to now, uh, we'll see what it all transpires and and what uh, I think it's another month kickoff in May. Her first game is not until June 25th or so. So let's bring in the uh, talented. I believe that's your other half. Yeah, and that would be Coach Gabby Farrell in the house, the new co-host, Great Iron Blitz here as well. So Gabby, what's going on? Hey, guys. It's good to be on here. I'm excited to talk with you guys. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Oscar. Hey, Gabby. How's it going? <laughs> very good. Very Gabby, good. Uh, Chelsea introduced you. I don't, Not a great introduction, but anyways, <laughs> I'm going to do the introduction. <laughs> no, WFA champion, international champion, and awesome uh, fitness coach, Coach Gabby Farrell. There you go. That's the introduction. That's perfect. That's Thank a better you. one. Awesome. Uh, and she said <laughs> something about you broke your phone or something. I don't know. That was <laughs> earlier. Oh, yeah. I did. I did. Um, I was cleaning out my car and my phone got stuck. And uh, it's it's a little cracked, but that's okay. We'll we'll make through this. This awesome. is what happens when All we right, have um, important things to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there and just go. Okay, what do you guys do on a daily basis that I am not aware of yet? <laughs> you don't want to know, I don't think. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want video either, by the way. Don't be putting video out there either. That's not good. <laughs> no, we can't have video evidence. Um, Gabby, I hope you're excited as much as Chelsea. Chelsea was nervous, and now she's kind of like normal now. And I, like I told her, she'll get into it. And it's not going to be a big deal. So there's no need to be nervous. I don't know. You're speaking too soon. I'm over here screwing up. <laughs> oh, my God. Really, Chelsea? I said alcohol, very limited alcohol. Maybe you're on that now. The limited alcohol didn't do it, but, you know, <laughs> we're still here. We're alive. It's all right. Mm-hmm. We'll do better. So Wisconsin <laughs> our, our fitness coach here would probably recommend something else in that limited alcohol, but probably well, different. you know, it's, it's okay in moderation, right, Gabby? In moderation. <laughs> all about balance. Oh, my God. Oh, Disclaimer, we do not drink on the air. Just make sure I put no, that out there right now. <laughs> nope. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope you guys are excited to be on with me because, uh, you know, Holly set the set the standard. Mackenzie set the standard prior to you. And now they're going to bunk heads, which you would love to do this season. But they're, they're able to do. They're going to be able to do that in about 30 days. So they're going to be yeah. jealous. Roman people, Super so I, can, I guess we could consider ourselves jealous. We're jealous. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent, definitely jealous. <laughs> but excited for them and excited for us to get this opportunity. So that's that's the bright side, I guess. <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about all this exciting things that me and Chelsea just talked about, like the last half hour, which is the fact that we're gonna witness us as radio broadcasters. We are going to be witnessing on 11 Sports and Vire Network from the comfort of our homes, whether we're drunk or not at this point. But anyways, we're going to be experiencing WNSD and WFA football that we're able to dissect week to week. That's like 
to do that anywhere else, but you're not going to miss the season, in other words, because we're going to be, like, diving in, focused on both leagues. Yeah, that, that is exciting. Uh, lessons of FOMO that we'll be experiencing as players. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, Gabby, uh, what what do you think of this whole transition in, in sports? We're, 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 let's just, you know, get you guys to – kind of like get the audience introduced to you guys in terms of, you know, what you see for the sport here. The anticipation for me is just the fact that we got bigger sponsors. We got the, the TV viewership coming on. I mean, that platform in itself is huge, you know, to get the exposure out. And if you're a WFA athlete right now, girls, um, I talked, I, just like I said to Chelsea before, if you're a WFA athlete right now, and somebody comes to you and says, the championship's going to be at the Hall of Fame Stadium. Do you want to go? Do you want to be there at the end, right? It's like, what? It's incredible. Somebody was probably going, what are you, you joking or what, right? Now it's it's an incentive. I mean, if you want to be at that end, it's an incentive. And at the same time, like uh, Amanda said earlier, it's it's this another moment, right? We were at Heinz Field, but this is bigger. Yeah, this is a whole different level. I mean, that is um, – it's like as as players, you're always wanting that to be the season, but it seems like after coming off a, a year and a half, almost two-year hiatus from playing, it's like they're giving us so much to work towards. So it's very exciting for anyone that is getting the opportunity to play this season. So I'm really excited to tune in and dive deeper into once the uh, game starts. I'm really happy that you guys said that because we are going to go week to week, and I know you guys are going to put your two cents in, and I already put my two cents in with Wynn, and somebody went to Molly in Boston or went to the Renegades in Boston and said, hey, the, the, the championship is in Canton. And you know what the Renegades just did? We're, we're going to be there. I can tell you right now, that's probably what they said. We're there. So oh, the East Conference. The East Conference is going to be brutal. If it was brutal before, you know, Boston, D.C., now it's Baltimore, you know the benchmark is Boston, and anybody who wants to get to, to Canton, they got to take down the big dog. All they're missing is the Wolves. The Wolves! And we got them here. Yeah. So they're not really missing them. But oh, they're the, missing them. The, the Renegades have a lot to um... – you know, of course they've been they've been preparing, but they have what two back to back championships, division one champions, or is it three now? No, it's hashtag it three. three. Yeah, Jesus. hashtag three. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for They're seeking else. the three feet. Yeah, man, that's that's amazing, and honestly, like. I could say it because I'm not playing this season because the New York Wolves are out, but um, I'm excited to see what they do for once. <laughs> it's pretty Me rough too. going up against I wanna, them. I want to see somebody take them down, though. Who's going to take them down? Chelsea. Look at Chelsea right here. Chelsea, this is Ooh. what we want. Broadcasting hey, excellence hey, right if here. If somebody can take down the Renegades, oh. this season will be different. Oh, yeah, it will be different. You know what, Chelsea? I'm I'm actually honored that you're replacing the salty one. Because we need to have a little salty in, in the whole group. <laughs> oh, I'm salty. I am salty. What's, Somebody take it on the renegades. <laughs> we got to keep the tradition here. We, we got to have a salty one in the group. 
because that's, that makes it more interesting for everybody. No, I, I'm oh, with sure. you. If, that would be a huge – it would be huge, right, Chelsea? That's like to your point. Absolutely. That would be huge. It would change the entire season. Yeah, it's, uh, and you know D.C. wants to be there. You know, D.C. would want to just take them down and, and just be the first to go to Canton. I mean, who wants Absolutely. to be the first to go to Canton? This is a huge yeah. moment. Like, I was, I was at an ice cream shop, as I told Wynn, and I was having an enjoyable pistachio ice cream, and my phone blew up when this notice came up about Canton, and my ice cream fell to the ground. So, like, she owes me a pistachio almond. But anyways, that's how, that's how like, what? In Canton, right? And then five years? Not just one year, five years. I'm like, what? Did it really fall to the ground, though? It did, Chelsea. It fell all the way to the ground. It was devastating. That sounds devastating, but it was, it was, I would have probably dropped my ice cream too, I think. Because it was pretty breaking news. I mean, that was just crazy. The season's going to be different. It was just, to and me, on- it was like, uh, we, we've we arrived, right? Like another moment, but this is huge to be at the actual adjacency to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I'm very excited to see D.C. and Boston since you mentioned it. Um, I love watching them play. I think that's incredible competition, those two. Yes, up against by each far other. my favorite. Can't wait. And Can't wait the to the reason I say that is because I think that's the benchmark for the, the branding. You know, the WFA is D.C. Boston. If you really, you know, if you break it down in the nine years from 2009 to now, nothing take away from the Sharks and, and all these other teams. But, right. you know, in terms of fierce competition and actual oh, yeah. in-season rivalry, right, where you meet more than, oh, yeah. what, I think three times or almost four times a year? I guess you get sick of, of of seeing them every time, and then at the end you're like, "What? Well, you got to beat them one more time to get to the to the other side." And you're like, "Damn!" <laughs> you got to tr- truly prove who's better. And then you know, the upset is always super fun, but there's nothing better than just the uh, the tension of a rivalry week. Those are the Absolutely. most fun of football. That's when you I get mean, the best football on both sides. Oh yeah, for sure. And then you know what? Here's another one. We normally play at what a high school, right, or some sort of environment, right? Mm-hmm. And then Rich, Rich takes over the team, and then we, they get to play at the St. James. And I'm like, what? The St. James? That's a big. That's an awesome, nice facility over there that they have. Oh, that's a game changer. That whole environment is just different. Yeah, I mean, remember before when Allie was playing, Allie Hamlin was playing. They're playing in windstorms and and outside, you know, all that other environment and elements. And now they're playing literally almost in a dome, which is, is you know, which is an upgrade. Yeah, that's that's a game changer. I mean, coming from Wisconsin, we play in the snow. If we Mm -hmm. had an indoor facility, it would be different. Yeah, playing for the New York Sharks for many years, and then um, obviously, well, the Sharks are really based out of Brooklyn. We would play at, like, Red Hook Park Field, which is really just, like, a cross between, like, a baseball field and, like, a track field. And we're just hoping anyone that goes down doesn't come up with, like, needles in their arms. Like, you don't want to fall on those fields and then our, like, 
competition is really getting like advanced and getting these awesome opportunities. So it's cool where where we're going, where we're heading, and that it's happening like now. It's it's very exciting. Yeah, I just uh, the, there was a the, the uh, one of my buddies who had never seen you know never seen a game right, and I introduced him like I what a year ago yeah a year ago I introduced him to the the San Diego Rebellion when they were doing the Facebook Live, you know, the nice Facebook Live show. And he said to me, is this Canadian football? <laughs> That's what he said what? to me. Hey, is this, is this Canadian football? Because it looked that good, right? The, the the broadcast looked that good to where a point yeah. where he's like, he's, he's thinking it's, you know, men's Canadian football. And I'm like, no, this is women's tackle football. This is a, a, in California. Awesome. And so Amazing. it was like, just so like have somebody realize that they're like, what women's pro what? And he's like, no way. And I'm like, you're into it now. Do the replay and everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, like because no it, it looks so, it looks so nice. In other words, the pres- <laughs> the broadcast presentation, the 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 graphic. You know what I mean? Just and, and it was on Facebook Live, and it it wasn't like cutting out like Chelsea, like you said before, <laughs> where it's like in and out and it looks shoddy and stuff. It actually mm-hmm. looks pro, right? And then the broadcast guys looked pro, and they were talking, you know, stats. They were talking about players, and they were talking about, you know, what they do off the field, all that tidbit that you normally get on a regular broadcast on a men's side of sports. And so he was blown away. Uh, I think it was Bobcats, uh, uh, Rebellion Bobcats. It was the one that the the one game that we were watching. That's awesome. I love that. That's awesome. It really does change the whole game. I mean, if you look at our our game, our international championships in London, they kind of did that with their broadcast. And then to add the um, English accent, oh, game changer. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) The culture shock. That right there alone was really nice because it kind of proved uh, kind of a global bonding, right? The international French uh, friendliness. We would never have that because we'd always have it like at the IFAB World Championships, right? Where all the countries get together and you got six teams or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, it's unfortunate that we won't have the Transatlantic Trophy, uh, Transatlantic Trophy two yet until uh, I think next year, right? September of next year. Yeah, next year. So that's going to be exciting yeah. because we're going to see Mexico. Uh, we we'll probably end up getting a Canadian team and a Euro team. Uh, with a couple of U.S. teams. So that's what normal soccer, I, I think that's what normally happens in soccer tournaments, right? Like they come up with these teams and they invite six to eight clubs and they put up this yeah. nice, you know, weekend tournament. And I think that's needed in our sport too. The fact that we can invite, you know, certain players, certain, even if it's just a continent like North America, Canada, and, and the U.S. as an example, or Mexico, it's just a matter of let's just, putting together a tournament where people are made aware of that the sport exists and it's international as well, not just in, in the States. Yeah. It's an, it's an awesome thing what uh, Dana Sparling does for the women's football world, literally. Mm-hmm. It's an international. Those connections, that networking is like, she does a lot behind the scenes. Um, she's really, uh, she said that she's working towards that next transatlantic tournament and um excited to hear more about that. Oh, it's happening. Once the world is safe. <laughs> Once it's safe, it's happening. Leave it to Dana and it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I know I, I speak for the Mexican team, Mexican uh, uh, teams down there. 
they were really uh, getting uh, revved up for it. FX Mexico is really getting revved up for it. Uh, Alexa, Lexfo is also trying to get revved up for it. So um, a lot of, you know, LaFi who does 11-11 now down, down south as well, they were, you know, anticipating coming up as well. So a, a lot of the, you know, just on our, on our continent, a lot of them are really up for it, you know what I mean, to, to be part of it. I mean, really, it's like a um, Clash of the Titans type scenario of different countries. So it's very cool to, uh, to it's, you know, it's not as official as Team USA, obviously, but it's still that type of um, platform for other teams to get that opportunity to, like, work together and know that they're going to get that opportunity to display what they're working toward and what they're, you know, they're representing their, their region, their country and continent. So it's very it means a lot, I think, to other teams and other countries. So it's really cool. I'm very excited to to finally see that come to fruition after these few years of waiting. You know. Yeah, and I think it's nice because um, the WNFC bringing in Mexican players like La Muerta de las uh, de las Cruces. We talked to last week about bringing in almost four international players from down south to play on their roster. Um, and then we had some. There's always been international players on WFA teams from my knowledge, you know, from my notes right. and tidbits right. and stuff like that. There's always been, you know, one or two or a handful of, of uh, you know, players. I mean, I know, you know, our our, our own uh, Ellie Mazzola played for the Sharks, you know, and she's from Finland. She should come yeah, out to play for uh, Sharks pretty good. Love Ellie. And she played we for the Wolves, We also had an Australian. We had an Australian teammate, too. Here, yeah, uh... and, and then you had uh, Christy Moran play for the Force. Uh, a couple of years ago as well from Australia, they came back mm-hmm. and Tracy Brick. Uh, so there's always been interest from international players coming over. And, and like I told uh, Wynn, who doesn't want to come to play for the WFA now since the fact that, you know, you have a five-year agreement to play at the Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame, right next to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's like everybody's going to be wanting to come over with visas and, and get on rosters. Of course an insane opportunity for um, just to even have that as an opportunity is like the, the goal, not the golden ticket. Cause you have to work so much for it. Like you're obviously training for it and preparing for it in your country and then contacting a team in the U S or the, you know, Lisa King would put you in touch with the team that is looking for someone new. And then um, all those steps to get to that opportunity is so awesome. Um, girls, uh, um, Mr. King has been setting up an international division from what I'm told. So we had Queens football league out of ne- the Netherlands first, uh, first uh, that was announced. Now we announce a Colombian, Colombian uh, uh, partnership to, to help that. out to structure that. So um, awesome. I think the WFA, the WFA is really doing something uh, as I challenged them before here, which is, which which one of these leagues is going to be the NFL, right? The go-to league, the visibility branding league. And it looks like now it's it we're looking at the WFA as a as they're branching out internationally for, you know, helping out other countries with needs and stuff like that. Uh, I really think that this is a, a a start of a good thing. That's amazing. Definitely an honor for uh any teams that have been in the WFA to like see these strides being made, especially with so much competition in various leagues with like WNFC and um, 
successful. I know the WNFC is making making strides since they first started, which is only a few years ago now. So when they get like one season under their belt and then um, the world shut mm-hmm. down, yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty. It'll be a good. It'll be a good year to see um, the the work that everyone's been putting in while we could not do so much, you know, with so many uh, restrictions and limitations. Women's football definitely got put on the back burner with the pandemic. <laughs> now, fi- fundamentally sound, as I was talking to Chelsea before, I think all players in both leagues, in the the, tire, the, the higher tier leagues, you know, the WNFC and the WFA, I think all players fundamentally, because I was stalking everybody for 2021, you know, for 2020 and into 2021, so I'll, I'll admit it mm-hmm. on the air. You know, I was scrolling and, and all these things. And I yeah. was watching people getting personally coached by, you know, uh, linebackers, linemen. They're getting coached by, you know, elite uh, trainers. Uh, they had so much downtime. They were getting, uh, you know, more reps. They were getting individual right. one-on-one and things like that. Yep. So I really think everybody used that downtime just to get more fundamentally sound or, if not, physically better. Yep. Yep, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. You saw a lot of people have to take that personal responsibility for what they can do in their downtime and mm-hmm. still um, be able to come back paired for this season or whenever they would be able to hit the field again. I know uh, the U.K. got teased with um, – they were, like, open, and I know a few players from the um, – I believe it was the Birmingham Lions, and they um, – they were preparing for the season, they were practicing, and then in, like, four weeks they were back to being shut down. And it was, like, heartbreaking to hear from those players that they're, like, back to working out on their couches after a few, like, one month of, like, organized practices and everything. It was just crazy the obstacles that um, internationally people have had to conquer and still work through, which is so amazing for to know that women's football players have that much heart to do that. It's a passion. Gabby, um, you did you did a huge thing through the shutdown. Talk about heart. When you set up the workouts for women's football. Oh yeah, that's what the beginning, right? At the beginning, we talked about it when I brought you on, and you were doing all the uh, coaching, right? The online virtual. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last time we were. um, I was on this podcast actually. That me and Mouse Hazes were um, talking about the the workouts that we were providing, it was honestly became more of like a, a networking opportunity because we worked with so many different women's football players from different countries. It turned out to be like, I think it was like 10 different countries that we wound up working with. And then everyone just became friends, which was really cool. Besides like obviously teaching everyone to work out and like how to train for their position. Um, it turned into being like a, a nice, after each workout, like 10 minutes of just chatting and where are you from and what position do you play and all that stuff. So it turned out to be a really cool experience. All through Zoom. Productivity. Productivity is good. I mean, because that's what you, everybody wanted, right? Everybody wanted some feedback. They also wanted some sort of, uh, you know, structure for their, for their um, um, getting better at in terms of, like, what they want to do coming up. And, and then, uh-huh. you know, I think the toughest thing, for everybody, it was just how to stay busy in isolation. I think really that's like the mental part of it. You know, how do you stay busy in isolation, you know? Right. And, um, yeah, 
the isolation, I, I noticed it was getting to a lot of people. You have to work from home mm-hmm. and then you really can't leave your house or you're not allowed to. And then the restrictions were a little stricter in some places than others. So that was also tough for people to deal with. All right. Um, girls, on our Facebook, we were sent a nice little tidbit that we put up and we posted on our stories on um, at the hub at facebook.com forward slash Grand Beauties. And it's two talented young ladies, and I believe uh, it's Kaylin and Pauline Allen, and they've been part of the uh, D1 Elite program. Uh, and uh, the story is basically badass. They're just two badass young ladies right there. They've played football for a long, long time, and uh, they've excelled at their position. So shout-out to Kaylin and Pauline. Yeah, I saw those rings. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're blinging, right? Those girls are – They really are. Like, hey. It might look better than mine. <laughs> oh, my God. I, was, I looked at those stones. I'm like, what? what is that in their fingers? Stones. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is, and they earned it. And I think they're part of the uh, – I think the post came from the South Carolina Girls Tackle League. So shout out to them for posting that up and shouting them out and giving them a spotlight on there as well. That's so awesome. Sick. Those rings are, are gigantic compared to them. No, they, but they're talented. I was reading up on them, uh, <laughs> uh, on their story and stuff, and they've been playing tackle mm-hmm. for, for a while. And so they've uh, – I guess the C1 Elite program really uh, – you know, better training and everything else, but they've done a good job. So shout out to uh, Kaylin and uh, Pauline as well uh, for doing a great job and keeping it up, doing their doing their part. Um, we have this event coming up here, Gabby. Before we forget, uh, it was announced, and I, I we ended up uh, sharing it out on all our social sites. Uh, uh, Women's Great Iron Foundation virtual uh, event, uh, April eighth, which is I believe this Thursday, right, 1 p.m. Eastern. It'll be your uh, yourself. Uh, Jen King and uh, WFA Commish Lisa King, and then also mm-hmm. the uh, historic owner of the New York Sharks, uh, Andrea Douglas. Definitely. It's going to be um, very exciting because uh, we've had Jen King speak on um, just her story of like how she, where she started and how she got into coaching. And it's just an amazing background story. And she's just an incredible person. Um, so I'm really excited to just be on that with uh, Andrew Douglas, who's just like such a big name in women's football. So it's really an honor, and I'm really excited to um, share that panel with those those incredible women. And Lisa King can't can't say enough good things about them. Super exciting. Yeah, and you know what? I was in at the, at the Hall of Fame game in Vegas, but a, a, a mm-hmm. kind of a nervous Nelly for me because I was there. And I was told she was there, and it was kind of like, you know, when you say, okay, we're you're meeting this famous person, right? And so <laughs> when I was uh, there, I was like, I, I was going to talk to her, I was going to say, and then I, finally I got the guts to talk to her, and probably the nicest person you can have a conversation with, and Absolutely. and she's just a great, great person, and uh, telling me her story and everything else. We talked about my my stuff and everything else, my family and everything, uh, but uh, she just. She's just so so awesome, and, uh, and then she's like, "I'm I'm done. I'm 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 gonna just go on adventures." I'm like, "You deserve it. <laughs> go." You know what I mean? It's like, Twenty years later, yeah, go, go have your, you know, go do what you want to do, right? 
Like she's already put in the time for the rest of us. It's just a matter of everybody's taking the baton now, moving on, and yeah. that's what we need to do. Honestly, most of what you just said, I was trying to context clues, figure out which women, which woman you were talking about, and then I figured out Andrew, Andrew Douglas. <laughs> yes, Andrew Douglas. The- don't don't <laughs> don't forget that. Yeah, no, I was. Absolutely. It was at the Hall of Fame game. She was right there, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to her, and then she's like, she even she even knew my name. That was like the, the the coolest thing, right? And I'm like, Andrew, oh, Andrew, how you doing? Yeah, she's got her. Um, she keep even though she's like, she's not an owner of a football team right now, but she keeps a pulse on the women's football world better than anyone I know. Probably as good as you, Oscar. And uh, she's she's always checking in with me and like dropping calls and it just she's a great person and she's she's the busiest person I know. It's amazing. Definitely take notes from her. Yeah. Very we we get it like, and I met her at the Hall of mm-hmm. Fame game of all of all things, you know, and so deserving for mm-hmm. her to be in the Hall of Fame to be given an all, Hall of Fame honor. She's like the most deserving person, probably right there. Uh, not taken away from any other pioneers, of course, but you know, because of her work and her laboring in in a big market like New York, and all the struggles and and her story and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, if you guys haven't picked up her book, it's Black and Blue pretty cool you can get it on amazon and if you got prime you can get mm-hmm. it in one day so there's the plug for her yeah amazing amazing woman and she just she goes above and beyond for anyone that deserves it especially anyone that's uh bleeding black and blue <laughs> all right um let's bring in the other co-host and that's going to be the guy of the that would be nate ward in the house see <laughs> nate are you in I'm here, Oscar. How are you doing? And so, girls, Nate Ward, if you didn't know, is our neutral party because he's a ref. So we have a ref perspective on the show. So if you ever have a ref question, Nate's the guy that we got to go to. And then he's also our ex-league insider. I don't like refs, and I got a problem with it. <laughs> what can of worms have you opened, Oscar? <laughs> uh, she's learning to get along with refs. She'll be learning slowly, gradually. I am learning. I'm actually going to take a course to try and, like, have some sympathy for refs because I have a problem with it. So I'll get there. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. In due time. Uh, Chelsea, you don't have a zebra phobia, do you? <laughs> I mean, not necessarily, but I just have a problem talking back. Yeah, yeah I oh, bet you do. <laughs> and you're not drunk at the time, right? You're not drinking during this, no, this tournament. No, not at this all. Is, Chelsea, that was just a pregame, not a during. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, Nate's actually one of the better neutral refs. And he, he calls out ref infractions on both sides, so I, I'd have to give him credit. He doesn't always give the refs their right of due. So if it's a if it's a violation, and they didn't make a right call, right, Nate, you're on it, right? Absolutely, yeah. No one one look at my Facebook and other social media says it all, and even my texts to you know those that watch sports with me. Uh, it speaks volumes to um, the expectancy of quality that I. Um, look for and want um, the officials I work with and follow. That's awesome. Gabby, uh, 
Gene, uh, Wynn said, when they get to Canton, this is, this is the plan, when we get to Canton, we will have proficient refs that understand the WFA rule book so that, we, that the games are administered properly, that the calls are going to be within line within the WFA rule book. So that's refreshing to hear, don't you think? Wow. That's, a, that's uh, very refreshing. That's quite the yeah. sentence. <laughs> that's, um, I mean, isn't that the goal? Isn't that the, what everyone wants for, of a ref? But um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll, we'll get to know Nate better. Yeah, well, Nate will figure it out along the way with us because that's going to be his cup of tea. But just to have the leadership of the WFA say we want our own legit refs, right? No different than the mm-hmm. NFL. We want refs that understand our our play, our book, our rule book, mm-hmm. and, and administer and 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 really do a good job of you know executing that and keeping the game in line with the brand because that's going to be huge um, right. in that sense, right? Because if we get that structured, uh, it's going to come through on t- in terms of visibility into the audience, right? It's going to be legit football, no different than the NFL, so no different than the Canadian Football League, right? So you're saying not not just a, a former, you know, NCAA uh, college ref. You're saying like a specific WFA, you know, certified, sanctioned, and they're, they're for the WFA. Right. So she's that's saying what, the next step. Clarifying. Right. The next step is for the WFA to literally get, you know, cer- ref certified within the WFA rule book, right. you know, to right. for them to – just like you do in high school, right? When you have like scholastic rule book for a certain uh, region where everybody needs to understand it. So I think that's a, that's a great move for them because you've got a five-year plan in Canton. You don't want to look, you know, you don't want to your first, your first year or second year, you don't want to be like, okay, well, this is just a joke, right? You don't want to have that. Of course you want consistency in not only the calls, but if you, I think in a perfect world, it would be the same rest five years to have that staff because I know even um, as I mean Nate can probably weigh in on this but I've heard that as referees it's best to work with referees that you've you've um, refed with before and then it becomes almost like you guys are the team like the third team on the field I I can definitely attest to that It, it is much easier to work with those that you know because you eventually get on the same wavelength and one of the nice things that we've been working on improving um, and I would like to see where this, this this plan with the WFA goes because what we've been doing in the high schools we've been starting to lean towards having that crew mentality where you have a set um, standard of four or five guys that go around work together train together and learn the game together and get on that same page as opposed to the format it is right now where it's, oh, you're this distance from the game. Well, great. I'm putting you with these guys. Good luck. And so I really like when it's, when it's like you said, it's a third team. It's a team mentality, and it looks and feels so much better. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, that's awesome. Honestly, I never knew that until I got to speak with um, Desiree Adam Abrams. And um, she she shed some light on um, what it is to truly be a ref because I think just from like a player perspective, just like Chelsea was saying, uh, it's so easy to like dislike the refs 
And I think as you get, like, a little Mm -hmm. experience and you get to this level, you begin to understand, like, they're doing their job. And, honestly, the pushback doesn't really ever go in your favor. So sometimes it's better to, um, you know, hold on to what you feel and maybe talk it out or hash it out afterward. But um, usually, you know, the refs are just trying to do what they see is best. And I love seeing refs on the field, like, talk to each other and really, like, assess, like, appreciate each other's perspective because you can't expect to see it all and that's just you know not fair to even ask of one person so it's I'm definitely growing a greater appreciation for the work that goes into being a referee and I I could see um, I love that being a vision for uh, the WSA I think that's that's a great initiative you there Nate yeah, I just was processing that because that's, that's so cool, and I do, um, I do appreciate that. We we strive to do our um, our best, and that that communication um, is key. I don't like when um, we'll have, and it still exists to this day. And I'm sure you've seen it out on, on your your games, your fields, where there's guys that they will stand by their call. They will not get together with others. So to have that communication is key. And what I like is at, at all levels that there's starting to be a push of, of sportsmanship and open communication, uh, laying expectancies before games, uh, making sure that there's a communication line during games. And it, it's been a growth process that's been the plan in the five years that I've been an official and it continues to grow and uh, to build and evolve on uh, every level that I'm a part of, um, and it just to, to see the results and see how it's been playing out um, and the, the, the incredibly positive and strong feedback we've been getting. It's been, um, it's been a blessing and it's been, it's been fun to be able to help uh, evolve the game for the better for everyone involved. It makes it a lot more entertaining. It makes it a lot simpler and it, it just, it makes the entire night and the entire game enjoyable for everyone. 100% definitely agree and even when I like I'm watching the NFL like football games I I'm actually paying more attention to the referees now because I take in more of an interest like seeing that communication because it is like a third team on the field and I think mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes on that most people overlook because it's so easy to get mad at what you know calls that don't go your way or your team's way and then um, I don't know. It's just a it's a very interesting take to see that extra communication happening on the field, but and in the midst of everything else, because football is so chaotic, but like organized chaos. I love it. That's fantastic. I I wouldn't trade the feeling for anything in the world. I always tell people, you know, depending on your level, most most of the ones I work is a is a five man crew. I tell them it's five of us to 22 players. Do the math, and you have no idea what it's like being on the ground level with them as opposed <laughs> to above them. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely insane. The madness, but I, organized. That's why it's so cool. There's a, there's a, a rhyme or reason, you know? Oh, and I can tell you they all get their vision checked. They all get their vision checked, their eyes checked and everything, so they can't make a wrong call. <laughs> I just had mine done a month ago. <laughs> they might have foggy foggy glasses, and that could obviously be a detriment to somebody. 
but we can't help right. that. That's just I, I blame the masks. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Odds against you. Right. Odds against you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so. Nate. Any X League news uh, that noteworthy? Uh, we're almost thirty days to the season as well. So anything out of the besides Arizona? I mean Omaha moving to Arizona. It's, we already mentioned that a long a while back. Yeah. No. I I I wish there was. I have not seen. Um, very many updates and that's you know we we've talked about that before not having that transparency is kind of disappointing um you know we're we're getting you know some highlights of some players and you know sightings and stuff but um you know outside of that and the occasional point of hey you know because of restrictions you know it'll sell out quick I still, I mean, like, they just mentioned Mike Ditka again for the first time in, like, you know, two months, and yet, you know, they made a big stink that he was a part of that. So it's 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 very sticky right now, but at least we know with them, you know, games are going to happen. They just, they're going to have to do a lot better at their, 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 their promoting and their push for that because, like you said, we're not that far out. We're, you know, this post right here I'm looking at was five days ago, you know, 70 days away from – kickoff and you know outside of you know the occasional podcast that you know he wants to put up there's not much and it's i don't know uh i'm I'm excited but i'm also concerned uh with with the 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 push and the lack of uh promotion i'm seeing right now all right um so guys don't forget to go monkeyknife.com uh use the code njf simple prop games there uh mlb NBA, PGA, UFC, whatever. If you haven't gone to Monkey Night Five, go right there. Uh, Monkey Night Five helps us our stay afloat and bring and help out bring awareness to women's tackle football on a weekly basis. So check it out. MonkeyNightFive.com is our sponsor. Uh, use code, J, uh, code NJF. Have some fun out there. Major League Baseball is in gear now, so you can, if you're inclined, Major League Baseball. I like NBA, so I play NBA almost every, every daily. Uh, you can get a nice five dollar minimum, and if you get them right. Both both uh, metrics, you basically can make up to fifteen dollars on every play. So check it out, MikeyNightFive.com. Use code NJF. If you haven't gone to the No Joke Football Shop, go there now. Up to fifteen percent off. Get all our new stuff that just came out. So uh, Zazzle.com for slash Great Iron Beauties at the No Joke Football Shop. So check it out. Use this code Daily Codes. If you're international, use your international site. So Zazzle.com.co.uk. Zazzle.com.au, Zazzle.com.ca. So you can go right there. The links are right there on our promo post. Check it out. You get the same promo deals, and you get faster shipping if you do it off your international site. So thank you, everybody, that has ordered uh, from the shop, and you've supported it out. Really, really appreciate it. So, um, Gabby, uh, I don't know if you were aware of, but you are now part of the one of the top 200 podcasts in the European market. So that was we announced mm. that like a couple weeks ago. So welcome aboard to oh. one of the top podcasts in Europe. Well, we're never going to penetrate U.S. I don't think we'll ever get there. But in <laughs> Europe, but a little bit of a big deal. That's amazing. I love that so much. I uh, I'm a dual citizen of Italian. Um, yeah, I'm dual citizen in Italian, Italy. Yeah, Italian citizen over here. Perfect. So that's cool. So there you My go. People are so they're going to listen to you in Italy. Perfect. Oh, that's great. 
So uh, it's been it's it's taken us a long time, you know, and everybody else knows, right? It's taken us almost uh, nine years to get here. So uh, mm-hmm. we're we're trending upwards, not downwards. We're trending upwards, so that's a good sign. And um, you and Chelsea being a part of it now, and then Mackenzie and and Holly uh, and everybody before us. So keeping it keeping it alive and and enlightening here. And I will tell you right now, uh, we get feedback every week. Okay, and there's people that will message me and go, the only reason I listen to your podcast is because Holly Custis is on the on the podcast, not because of me, Aww. but because of Holly Custis. Amazing, Holly is amazing. She's very very smart too. Yeah, so you know what I mean? It's like people are going to dive into just like we dive into certain podcasts, right? For personality, uh, we we like attraction of some sort. So we have fans that obviously dive into each individual co-host. Um, and so, you know, we get in, we get in there. We got ex uh, LFL fans that dive into this show to listen to Nate. You know, basically give his insights on what's happening with the league and stuff like that. So we we have a variety mm-hmm. of folks that are listening to us, and they dive into the podcast weekly because they they want to engage with one of the co-hosts. So going forward here, Gabby, big deal for you, big deal for Chelsea. Uh, no pressure, right? To <laughs> supplement the uh, the salty one and and the Hall of Famer, but we'll do our best yeah. to keep it going, right? Absolutely. I guess that um, it's more important for me to talk about what is, uh, what's going on with the, the women's football world. And obviously, like, with the New York Wolves, that's the team that Chelsea and I play on, um, you know, my parents are well, – my father owns the New York Wolves, so that's kind of my unique insight to offer that I have a little – extra more information than any player should have. <laughs> I definitely have a um, more, in, you know, a different perspective, if you will. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. You'll have things. insights because we, we, you know, we appreciate uh, the WFA owners because they go through hurdles too, right? Financially. And oh, they go through other stuff that they have to get the team up and running and functional. Sure. And so there's a, there's, there's elements, right? There's a, the, the player element, the owner element, the branding element. There's always elements. It's like any other corporation. Like I tell people, you know, it's just not the CEO. Uh, it's it takes everybody, you know, down below the CEO to make everything look, you know, unison and and and, and you know, running together. So I mean, if you have a one man show, that's not going to work. You always have to collaborate and network. So, but we we yeah. uh, welcome you with open arms. Chelsea the same. Uh, Chelsea will get to like Nate, so it's not going to be a big deal over time. I think we'll, we'll we can mend that. <laughs> That's amazing, and um, yeah, no, I'm very excited to be on here and to share more um, each week that I'm on here. So that last hour of the podcast, I'm here. Awesome. So uh, Nate's also here for the last uh, 40 minutes, uh, 30 minutes, depending on his uh, schedule permits. But uh, we re- we appreciate his time as well. Um, you guys, if you haven't dived into what's going on before the podcast, Nate, they got to go to the hub, right? This is, I don't know, we have to preach this every week. Go to the hub. It's like clockwork every week, you know, cannot push enough. Go to the hub. You are missing so much if you are just listening to this and you're not on the hub, staying in tune outside of Tuesday nights. Do it. Just do it. I cannot emphasize that enough. Yeah, I don't, Gabby, that's the one thing we, we stress because we need to get to 10,000. So if everybody shares, 
uh, our stories, shares our posts, uh, likes, comments. We got to get to ten thousand. We get to ten thousand. We will hit. Uh, if we get ten thousand on Facebook and on Instagram, we are going to hit all thirty k. Thirty k would be a total environment combined on our social media sites. Uh, we we have obviously a goal. Our goal is fifty k. If we can get to fifty k, our actual reach right now on Facebook at the hub, uh, the last metrics that I saw, okay, we have literally almost I think nine thousand followers consistently, right? And mm-hmm. we are reaching sixteen five. So that means everybody's sharing and doing their part. So I really appreciate everybody that does that, that shares stories, that filters it out to their own, uh, you know, on their own posts and their own walls and stuff like that. Uh, we need to bring attention to all these talented athletes um, that play the sport, not just in the in the uh, in the North American swing, but you know, globally at this point. Um, if you guys mm-hmm. didn't go to the hub, let's just let you know what's going on at the hub. Uh, Zenith, before we get out of here, Zenith uh, spotlighted Wynn Dominey and Lisa King in a uh, one-on-one with Zenith and how their relationship is working to uh, obviously help out the players, right, on a safety mode. So that was really mm-hmm. awesome. We have uh, Riddell, and, Riddell spotlighted the WNFC this past, uh, this past weekend. Uh, also, Sports Business Journal spotlighted Odessa Jenkins of the WNFC. We also had an article by AFI, American Football International. Uh, they had the article about women in football and its growth, which we already know it's just it's going forward. You know, it's going upright it's, uh, with the potential. And then uh, DC Divas announced uh, Gus Farratt, former quarterback of the Washington, uh, former named Redskins. Uh, Gus Farratt will be on the advisory board of the DC Divas, which is pretty cool as well. Um, then we had... Uh, the DC Divas, uh, Kristen Jones, uh, really nice video. Take a look at it. It's really informative, and it's just right to the point, right, Gabby? Exactly what uh, women tackle football players are. Exactly right there. She does. I think she just did a great job with that message. Love it. Love to see it. And, um, yeah, now I, I, I love scrolling through the um, Gridiron Beauties page because we have uh, everything that is women's football and going on currently, just like all the current news being shared day to day. So it's super awesome seeing that on my news feed all the time. And we do a great job collaborating and networking. It, it wouldn't be possible if we didn't have passionate people that combine and network with me as well and really want to bring attention to their league, to their teams, um, bring attention to, you know, uh, articles in their country that are impactful or they're spotlighting a certain team. You know, shout out to mm-hmm. the um, Craig Harpies last week. We gave them their props. Uh, they're basically the, the first team that started women's tackle football in Czech Republic, and then it grew from there in terms of, uh, of a league. So, you know, that's in- inspiring to see. And then we also know about the Birmingham, uh, Birmingham uh, Lions, right, the Birmingham Lions in the U.K., doing such an amazing work yeah. out there as well. So uh, internationally, we get it all the time. So uh, shout out to everybody that helps us out and uh, spreads the word out. But you got to be at the hub, facebook.com forward slash ground beauties. That's the place to be. And like I said, share and like our posts. That's what we, all we need is just to, uh, to spread it out and we get more attention. So, Gabby, I hope you had a great time. Looking forward to next uh, 368 as we come into it. Uh, we're going to have a couple more guests lined up for next week and the week after. And then we are getting ready for WFA 2021, WNFC 2021. So if you need more information, 
um, where to get tickets, what teams are available, whatever, go to WFAProFootball.com or go to WNFCFootball.com. All right, Nate, you got anything else? Uh, not much else. I, I shared something in our in our conversation that I think is a brilliant idea. I'd like to see across, you know, more more leagues. Somebody suggested on the X League Twitter they were talking about the uh possibility to get support tickets. They're they're a fan out of Germany and they said in Germany that they can support some of their soccer teams with what are called ghost tickets. So you pay the price of a ticket and it goes to the team, but you're not technically getting a seat at the game. You're just supporting them from afar. That's pretty cool. Maybe that would help a women's tackle football too. You know, you have 200 fans, but you got thousand ghost fans. That would, that would be pretty awesome. Right. Exactly. I think it's brilliant. That's pretty something to look into. Maybe we could send it to win. Yeah, I love that idea. And then having an online presence or however, you know, the teams mm-hmm. that better maintain online presence, especially during these bouts of uh, not really being able to play um, for an mm-hmm. audience, that's an amazing idea. I love that. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. So, you guys, uh, if you haven't gone to monkeyknife5.com, make sure you go there, uh, monkeyknife5.com, code NJF. I hope everybody got their monkey knife gear. I think I sent it out. And uh, everybody did confirm that they got their monkey knife gear. So hopefully everybody got their stuff. And uh, we'll start sporting it out and promoting it. Um, oh, yeah. So for um, for the absent Holly Custis, Hall of Famer, uh, Mackenzie Brooks, the salty one, and Chelsea Alt, <laughs> Oscar Lopez, and Gabby Farrell, and Nate Ward saying we'll catch you here next week for 368. Have a good night, everybody.